This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast focused on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today our guest is Dr. Constantinos Constantino, a vascular surgeon at MidMichigan Health. Dr. Constantino provides comprehensive vascular surgical care, and his primary interests include carotid disease, thoracic and abdominal aortic aneurysm, limb ischemia, venous disease, and hemodialysis access placement and maintenance. We ask Dr. Constantino, what is vascular disease? So most people are familiar with um, heart disease in which there are uh, blockages to the vessels carrying uh, blood to the heart, but built up of plaque and cholesterol anywhere in the body can have serious consequences. Arteries throughout the body carry oxygen, rich blood away from the heart. So blockages can occur anywhere and cause uh, vascular disease. Three common vascular diseases are abdominal aortic aneurysm, peripheral artery disease, and carotid artery disease. So what you're saying is, differentiating this from heart disease, this is a disease of the blood vessels. Yeah, it's essentially the same mechanism that causes coronary artery disease with the same risk factors, but few people realize that arterial disease can occur elsewhere besides the coronary arteries, essentially everywhere in the body, Mm -hmm. in the neck causing coronary artery disease and potentially stroke, in the periphery, in the limbs causing peripheral artery disease, and abdominal aortic aneurysm, which is of a somewhat different pathology, different mechanism. Mm -hmm. Didn't we used to call this hardening of the arteries? And that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's built up of plaque and cholesterol that eventually causes blockages and the problems that arise from blockages. Mm -hmm. What causes the blockage? What causes the buildup of the plaque and the cholesterol? Well, of course, there are the, what we call the reversible and irreversible risk factors. And what we try to modify is the reversible risk factors. Smoking is a big one, diet, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. So the first step would be risk factor modification, and that would improve the long-term outcome and the prognosis in both coronary artery disease and also peripheral artery disease. So at what point does someone see a vascular surgeon? Do you need to have a referral from your primary care doctor? Well, when the lifestyle modifications do not work, then you may need to speak with your primary care provider about seeing a vascular surgeon. A vascular surgeon would not necessarily prescribe intervention. Oftentimes, the first step would be the lifestyle modification. We recommend changes in diet, we put people in exercise programs, and we prescribe medications. But by the time somebody sees you, a vascular surgeon, they've probably already attempted some of these behavioral modifications, dietary modifications, and probably already done a treatment of uh, medications. You would hope to, but the vascular surgeon is focused in treating vascular disease. So there are a few things that a vascular surgeon may add. Plus, we were interested in following these patients in the long run and essentially for life to avoid the serious consequences Mm -hmm. of non-monitored and non-treated 
vascular disease. What kind of testing do you do as a vascular surgeon to determine if somebody has a vascular disease? Well, ultrasound is a, is a big first step, and there are ultrasounds performed in all parts of the body. We do ultrasounds in the neck to check the carotid arteries. We do ultrasounds in the limbs to check for peripheral artery disease. We do ultrasounds in the abdomen to check for presence of abdominal aortic aneurysms. And sometimes we do CT scans when we want to get more information. So once you determine that someone has vascular disease, what kind of treatments are available? Well, vascular disease has evolved greatly over the past few years. There are the minimally invasive procedures, which essentially involve standing, and there are also the open procedures that we offer. And that depends on where the disease is and the extent of the disease. And I've heard of relatives having stents put in their arteries. What does that mean? Basically, that means opening up the artery in a minimally invasive way. Mm-hmm. And mechanically, how does that get done? It's essentially like a heart catheterization that most people are familiar with, but instead of putting wires and catheters in the vessels of the heart, we put wires and catheters and stents in the legs and open up the arteries that way. So once you've done that physical procedure as a vascular surgeon, are you also going to be involved in managing the medication? Absolutely. In vascular surgery, we say that we never discharge patients. So we follow those patients for life. Strong bonds are formed between uh, vascular surgeons and their patients. You're going to be a, you're a family friend, essentially. Yes, yeah. essentially, yes. Who is a good candidate for vascular surgery? And conversely, who might be a poor candidate for vascular surgery? Well, that depends on the overall patient's condition. So a functioning patient, a patient that is able to perform everyday activities would be um, a better candidate and uh, more likely to have a better outcome. That's vascular surgeon at MidMichigan Health, Constantinos Constantino. If you'd like to learn more about vascular disease or vascular surgery, visit midmichigan.org slash heart and vascular. As always, if you have concerns, consult your healthcare provider. If you need help finding a healthcare provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back soon for another episode of Health Dose.